a long time ago, in a galaxy far, far away, there were three gays. Hello and welcome to Giggles and Gays, the podcast where we talk about whatever we want to talk about. I'm Jedi Master on the Council, Alan. I'm Larry, aka John Williams. <laughs> I'm Sith Lord Jeff. And, and we're gay. I thought you were going to let him go on forever. <laughs> I was going to. <laughs> he, was like, he was just like... I got into the rhythm. I was, I, was, I was feeling it. I was feeling those fates. Somebody was, because it was a duel with tone. So... Welcome to Giggles and Gays, everybody. I'm so glad you're here for day two of our lovely month of Star Wars, where we are going to talk about Star Wars and Star Wars and different stuff about Star Wars. We're going to get our opinions. They're not facts. They're just opinions. Just remember that, friends. Don't come at us for anything. (laughs) And it's actually a Monday. It is. So you know what that means? What? I had to work this morning super early. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, it was terrible. No, that means Man Crush Monday! Spoiler Any alert, guesses? I don't, mean, I don't mean to interrupt your Man Crush Monday. Oh, gosh. But these are about episodes one through three, specifically. Yes, so that means our Man Crush <laughs> is going to come from episodes one, two, Just or wanted to three. put that on the big banner right there. This is episodes one through three. Jeff, if this was a video, it would be part of the thing that was scrolling down. <laughs> Can you imagine? Scrolling up, so technically. Funny. Scrolling up. It's like the Star Wars credits, and it would have been all of Larry's little words that he was singing. <laughs> I mean, I thought they were great. You did a good job, babe. I, I do have to admit, that was a very good job, especially for us deciding to do that bit last minute. But our Man Crush Money from episodes one through three is none other than Obi-Wan Kenobi. Hello there. Also called Old Ben as he gets older. But we're not talking about We're not there yet. Right now he's young Ben. No, no one even calls him Ben. Does he call him Ben? No one calls him Ben. No. No, uh, they just call him Obi-Wan. Yeah, he ends up, you know, becoming Anakin's friend and companion. That's all I'm going to say about that. But yeah, he's our man Crush Monday. He was in episodes one, two... And three. Yes, he made it through all three of these episodes. <laughs> he made it through all three of these episodes. He's quite a fetching man. Mm-hmm. I would definitely 100% pull out the lightsaber for him. Well, Jedi's are born to not, to not do that, so. Well, we did we have the discussion we about breathe, Jedi's? We breathed, we talked about it, but it'll be more important than this episode. Yeah. But yeah, no, Obi-Wan is our man crush. Um, do we all like Obi-Wan? I mean... Yes, he's yeah. one of my favorite Jedi. Yeah. yeah. He's a good guy. Yeah, he's a good guy. Looks really good in a Jedi outfit. Yeah. He's also real funny. He is. He's hilarious. He's smart and funny and good looking, which is a terrible combination. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, he is our man crush. Hopefully you guys enjoy him. We will definitely put some great Obi-Wan picks. Um... 
he won't be able to see any shirtless Obi-Wan pics because he keeps his clothes on. Well, we could probably find a shirtless picture of the actor who plays Obi-Wan. Well, I mean, yeah, but we didn't pick the actor, we picked the character. That's true. If we had picked Anakin, we could have found a shirtless picture of Anakin. Yeah. <laughs> I was imagining him when he's, like, crispy. <laughs> there is a shirtless picture of him when he's crispy. Well, I mean, he's also shirtless in episode three, so... When he wakes up from his nightmares mm-hmm. and he flings off the mm-hmm. bed sheet dramatically. Those nippies show. I wonder how he's going to be in the new um, Obi-Wan show. Probably Darth Vader. No, but I think it's like before then. Is it before then? I think it's not necessarily at that point. I think Maybe it's they'll like, have... I haven't looked much up into Flashback it. episodes? Yeah. We'll see. But I mean, why would they show that, that that's the character who's going to be if he cover up his face the whole time? Well, because they're saying that he's back. Oh, yeah, well. Hmm. But moving on, so friend. <laughs> so friends, again, we're going to be going through the episodes of 1, 2, and 3 of Star Wars. And we're going to start on number 1, which was not really number 1 if you understand the concept of the Star Wars movies, but it was actually number 4. No, number 4, sorry. 4. It, yeah, so it, it was be number the 4th film created, but George Lucas was like, I want to go back and tell a story, so I'm going to start at 1 now. That the middle's established. Yes, and unfortunately, George Lucas at that point had control of the movies. Welcome to the Phantom Menace. <laughs> Welcome to the Phantom Menace. I think Darth Maul is awesome. I think Darth Maul is one of my favorite bits of episode one. And I'm glad that um, via all of the extra stuff, he gets much, a much bigger story than just, all right, cut in half, you're done. Right. Larry. And the extended universe stuff. Larry. This is your five minutes to shine. Please recap the Phantom Menace for us. Without singing the Weird Al parody? Nope, you can't do it. Nope. I can't? Nope. nope. Okay. Weird Al did not license it. Dang. Or, okay. <laughs> All right, so episode one, title scroll. Uh, Trade Federation is like blockading Naboo. The Jedi are sent there on peaceful, peaceful negotiations. They're like, we're just going to kill the Jedi. And then they're like, no, they escaped to Naboo. And then they have to go through the middle of the planet to get to Theed. After they meet Jar Jar, they save his life or whatever. I Jar guess. Jar was a mistake. Jar Jar was a mistake. Um, so long story short, they're there, trying to get. You can tell the story without talking about Jar Jar. The Senate. I'm just kidding. He's actually very important to the trilogies, which is super unfortunate. Continue. Which is really dumb. Yeah, I we'll hate. We'll get to that later. As a kid, I loved him, but we're not there yet. All right, so they take Queen Amidala and her hand servant to Tatooine to get repairs because they're trying to escape the trade blockade and they need stuff for the ship. And so while they're there, they meet Anakin, who him and his mother are slaves. And then after a pod race, Qui-Gon bets Watto and he wins, taking Anakin, but not the mom. And Anakin's super sad that he has to leave his mom behind. And so thus begins his his slow descent into Darth Vader. Which really, if you like, we all knew it at the time, but that, we'll talk about that here in a second. So Anakin, they, Qui-Gon's like, his midichlorian count is so high, I want to make him a Jedi. And so they take him and they're like, yeah, but he's afraid he can't be a Jedi. And Qui-Gon's like, all right, well, I'm still going to train him anyways. And stuff ensues. And then they go back to Naboo to see if they can finish things with the Trade Federation. And they're like, nope, all out war. It escalates. And then... Padme slash Queen Amidala is like, no, we have to unite our planet. And so they unite the planet and then they destroy the blockade and then Anakin's a hero. And then Darth Maul shows up and he's like, ah, we're still alive and the Jedi need to die. And then he kills Qui-Gon and Obi-Wan's like, no. And he slices Darth Maul in half. 
And then he's like, okay, fine. I guess I'll train Anakin, even though I was against this the whole time. And that's episode one. So in the grand scheme of things, nothing happened. Everything is Qui-Gon's fault. In like the whole of Star Wars? Yeah, let's go for it. I wouldn't agree with that. It gets worse later. But he started Anakin on the path down that way. Yes, but... People can make their own choices. Yes, I understand. No, there's a very important part in 3 where it's completely somebody's fault that everything else happens. Well, no, yes. I I, I completely understand. Because <laughs> Anakin no. still could have turned to the dark side, but I don't think it would have gone as... Here, let this play out. Perfectly. So it's all Padme's fault? No. <laughs> so let this play out. Anakin never meets Qui-Gon. They never crash land on there. Everything's completely... Anakin's completely separate from everything. He and his mother are eventually sold by Watto to slavers because of, like, bad profits and stuff. His mom's still killed by Tusken Raiders. Anakin goes super dark side immediately with no chance for redemption. I don't think he would have... I don't think she would have died from Tusken Raiders because I don't think the Tusken Raiders would have got her if Anakin was there possible but he wouldn't have had his force powers developed ex- so how beyond would he, how would he go dark side exactly the rage pulls him to the dark side emperor palpatine would have found him at that point i'm sure it just it wouldn't have been great for him it never ends well for anakin it never ends well for Anakin. but i don't think it's quagon's fault that Everything ended poorly for everybody else. It's only a little bit quite. It's a little bit his fault, but we'll get into later whose fault I think it actually is. Right. I think it started off with Qui-Gon. And I also feel like it kind of started off with Obi-Wan just a little bit because Obi-Wan didn't want to train him. And I'm sure when you're not wanted, but you have to come along anyway, I'm sure that makes you feel some kind of way. Anakin's also a little bitch. I hate every time he says yippee in that fucking movie. I actually hate the whole pod race. As a kid, I loved all of that extra fluffy stuff. I was a super fan of Jar Jar Binks, and I loved the pod racing. I'm so glad you grew up and matured. Did you know that the actor who played Anakin quit acting because of it? Yeah, little boy? Mm-hmm, because he got bullied so hardcore because of his role, uh, uh, how he was Anakin. Really? Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's unfortunate for it that is. little boy. I feel bad for him. Well, I don't want to continue to make fun of him, but he wasn't 100% great. It's not his fault. It wasn't him who told him to act that way. There were Padme's fault. She seduced him. I just want to point out that even as a little boy, Anakin was creepy as hell to Padme. Yes. I oh, agree. you're so beautiful. <laughs> yeah. There's a big age gap. Huge age that, Well, especially at that point in both of their development. Yeah. Like, when they're both adults, it's like, okay, no, like, that. this is more reasonable. But, like, as children, they went to different, like, they were in different grade schools at that point. They were in different school buildings. She was a queen. She was an adult. <laughs> she, no, she was a kid. She was in her teens. Naboo had mostly young queens. She was in her late teens at that point. That wasn't didn't she? last long. I mean, if you go by the Weird Al song, she's 14 and he's like nine. I was looking at some random things. The queen is voted on. Mm-hmm. Like an election. Uh-huh. This planet 
of Naboo voted on young girls to rule their planet. Do you think they did that because the little the young girls were were pure and 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 strong-willed? But that doesn't make any sense. Why would a young girl rule a planet? Just let it go. It's 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 episode 1. But do you know what I mean though? It's episode 1. But like all I'm picturing and this is probably just my cynical mind a beauty pageant. <laughs> All the pretty girls in Naboo line up. They do a talent portion and then they do a swimsuit portion. And then they answer questions and then a final ball gown. I don't think it works that way. <laughs> and then they're voted on. I don't think it works that way. By who should be queen. Anyway. It's about as structured as midichlorians. What is your guys' favorite parts of episode? Let's start with least favorite. What? Yeah, what's, we'll, what's your least favorite parts? I've got 25. So I think... <laughs> oh, did you want to go with your 25 first? Yes, here it goes. <laughs> so... Pod race. I just didn't like it. Just it's. I'm gonna be plain and simple. I just did not like the pod race. I just I didn't like the way the pods were configured. Anyways, so that would be number one through five. The pod race one through five. Jar Jar Binks would be six through twenty. Yes. You mean you so no like Jar Jar Binksa? Misa like Jar Jar. I said not. I can't even talk. I liked him more in like when he would show up in the animated stuff than I did in the movie. And that is my TED Talk. Thanks. Larry? So what are your last five things? No, he said Jar Jar was six through 20. Oh, you said 25. Yeah, you said 25. One through five was the pod race. Six through 20 is Jar Jar. So Mm -hmm. you still have five left. You have five left. I didn't add right, did I? <laughs> did you only have 20 things you don't like? No, I'm sure I could come up with five things. Hold on. <laughs> um, I didn't like Qui-Gon. Gonna say it. I didn't like the my, the midichlorian chlorian thing. Uh-huh. Made absolutely no sense to me. Uh-huh. Um, and then the other three, I did not like the relationship between Padme and, like we were just saying, Padme and Anakin. It was just weird and it was just creepy. And knowing who they were... You knew what was going to happen later. It would all eventually end in twins. I just, it was just creepy and weird to me. That's it. Larry? So if I had to narrow it down, I'm going to start with my, okay, I can stand this and then go to my, if I could only change one thing, this is what I would change. So it, the pod race was okay, but it's right on the edge. It was world building, and it was, ooh, fantastical Star Wars moment. But it could have been a montage, and you didn't need it. Like, I, I get that that was the vehicle that gave Anakin to Anakin to Qui-Gon, but not Anakin's mom. But it could have been shortened down. It was a big world building moment. That's what they were going for with that. It was, it was the dance number... And singing in the rain. That was that big Broadway moment where it didn't really do anything except for, well, so that's that. Jar Jar Binks 
the concept of Jar Jar Binks is okay. The execution of the writing just made him obnoxious. Like, it wasn't like, like, as a kid, I was like, haha, he's so funny. But now as an adult rewatching it and going back, I'm like, oh, I mean, he's just can can we not can we try not to it's he's just hard to watch. But I, I would say my least favorite thing is midichlorians and not because that they sign not because like this thing exists, because I'm sure, you know, the the sciencey people in Star Wars would explain like, oh, yeah, no, this is a perfectly reasonable thing. But it took the fantasy out of Star Wars. It was like there's a, a an exact reason that the force does things instead of it being this big mystic power. It was like, look, things in your blood do the force. And I it just felt weird. I can agree with that. Mm-hmm. Jeff, what about you? I'm weird with episode one because I don't hate it, but I don't like it. I can deal with it. I'll watch it if I have to, but I'm not going to go out of my way to watch it. It's my least favorite Star Wars movie. Uh-huh. By far. Agreed. Um, Is there a part I hate all of it, but then I don't hate all of it at the same time? It's weird. Like, I don't think I don't... Pod racing annoys me because we go to Tatooine about four times? One, two... Three, four, about four times throughout the whole length of Star Wars. Four or five times about. Because I go twice in the trilogy. Because you start there. Right. Then you go back in episode six. Because I don't think they go there in five. No. And then you go in episodes one and two, you go to Tatooine. But you only ever hear about pod racing once. That one time. Like, if it's such a big event on that planet... Why is it never ever mentioned I, again? Like, wouldn't the, Luke have done it? I think the if he only could other have? time it's mentioned is when someone mentions the Boonta Eve classic. Someone mentions it on Tatooine, but it's not even important conversation. But like, if it was on Tatooine, I agree. But Luke Luke's, would have done Luke it. Luke should have been building a pod racer. Or to something. be fair, though, if I were Luke's adopted parents, knowing his history, I would have kept him the hell away from it because it's a dangerous sport. That everyone the, agreed on that. How did his aunt and uncle know about? That his dad did pod racing. Because Obi-Wan gave him up, dropped him off. But would he have told me he did pod racing? I'm sure they would have gleaned a lot. Or just living on that planet. And well, be... his mom probably would have said it. Because he, he barely yeah. knew about... But then they would have been a pod racing family. Pro- mm-hmm. it, but it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. If pod racing was such a big thing on Tatooine, it should have been mentioned again. Yep. Or it at least we should have heard something or seen pod... like. The pod racing stuff, like, but it's never mentioned again. Right, I agree. That's annoying. And mitochondrians are stupid. Apparently, you yeah. can just take a little blood sample and and just, all right, cool, you're a Jedi. Clicking in a little thingy, and you're mm-hmm. you're a Jedi. Oh, can I transmit this? Well, and it's funny because all of these other, like, you could, you literally didn't need it. It didn't need to be in the films, and you could have had every single thing happen the same way. And they you could barely have, mention it ever again. They no. don't ever talk about it again. Yeah. It is only important in that film, and it's only be important because they made it important. Mm-hmm. Right. He could have just been, oh, it's a Jedi sense. I think he's the chosen one. And they, oh, wow, okay, yeah. That's Your little doohickey told you all that? <laughs> so favorite part <laughs> of the first one? Darth Maul's fight. Yeah, that was pretty epic. That was... Super fun choreography. Darth Maul in general. 
Also, all the music in the first one, I can say, is my favorite. One of my favorite parts. Yeah, it it introduced all of the Trade Federation themes. It introduced Duel of the Fates, which we hear. Um, they they like to use it very sparingly, which is good. But I almost wish we could hear it more. Right. Which is what our intro song was, by the way. Yes. Yeah. In case job, my singing was <laughs> too uh, too good for you. To, who brought good. you to so much tears? That you couldn't comprehend it. Yeah. I think I think my favorite use... Uh, I have two favorite uses of Duel of the Fates. Because the first time it's used, it's, like, really good. But my favorite times are actually not that moment. My favorite m- moment for Duel of the Fates is when it's used in the track Anakin vs. Obi-Wan in Episode 3. Spoiler alert, we're not there yet. We'll get there, we'll get there. And the other one is when it's in the first Clone Wars animated series where Anakin... Um, is about ready to murder Asajj Ventress. And every time he hits her lightsabers with his, it flashes to another character, and eventually it shows Darth Vader, and it's playing that music while he's just smacking her down. And it's like, ooh. Spoiler, we'll get to that one, too. (laughs) So, moving on to episode two. Attack of the Clones. Attack of the Clones. So... Do you want a quick one-minute rundown? Attack of the Clones. Everyone's an adult now, including Anakin. He's like, I love you, Padme. And then they go to Naboo to, because she almost gets assassinated. And they're like, oh my gosh, I fall in love with you. Oh, but I hate sand. And we should go rescue my mom. Oh, whoa. Anakin hates sand. Anakin hates sand. Well, she doesn't really have a, a feeling about sand. Anakin compares her to sand. Yeah. I hate he, sand, but I love you. Yeah, it's weird because it, yeah, I don't. Because it gets everywhere. His dialogue is just. is. remember that part? It's the cringiest part of Star Wars. I was going to use that quote, but I knew you'd know it was Anakin right away. <laughs> I hate sand. It's coarse. It gets everywhere. No. So Anakin hates sand. Um, and then he's like, oh, I should go rescue my mom. And then he goes and he finds that his mom's been stolen by Tusken Raiders. And so she's about to die and she dies. And so he murders the whole village, the women, the children, everybody. Um then that just kind of starts his continues his path down the dark side. Let's see here. Oh, and then there's clones. Really starts it. That <laughs> were ordered. It starts it. Yeah. Then there were clones that were being ordered or were ordered by a Jedi a long time ago. And they're like, wait, this is a mystery. But we'll use them because we've got them. And then they fight the Trade Federation. And Count Dooku is, um, what's his Sith Lord name again? Tyrannus? Yeah, Darth Tyrannus, because everyone's like, gee, Count Dooku and Darth Tyrannus, wouldn't it be weird if they were the same person? And they are. Mm-hmm. And and he literally lays out to Obi-Wan, he's like, hey, Obi-Wan, what if the leader of your team was the leader of my team? And he's playing us all like fools, and Obi-Wan's like, you're an idiot. And then they fight, and Count Dooku gets away, and it was just kind of all for naught. Oh, and they kiss, and it's the Across the Stars theme. And they get married at the end. They do. You're right. That's Secretly. Important part. A secret marriage on Naboo. On Naboo. They that get no one knew end. about. And Anakin lost his hand. I keep I forgetting when Anakin son. loses body parts. You're right. No, because Dooku cuts it off. Yeah. Yeah. So least favorite part of that movie. The sand part. <laughs> and the first half of the movie. Yeah, honestly, I... Attack of the Clones is weird, because the first half blows. But the second half, once you get to the fight in the battle, it's pretty good. It's like they're like, all right, so we have to get through all of this exposition 
so that we can have a fun fight scene. Like that's that's the whole time. That's all they were building up to. I think my least favorite bit of it was just the way they wrote this one. It was a weird in-between film. I I would be fine with episode one and episode three if episode two changed kind of how things went. Because it seems like Anakin and Padme fell in love really, really, really quick. And then Anakin got real just awkward and douchey real quick, too. It, I think they were always in love. She was just trying to ignore it and he was just being a super creep he is a creep in that movie because it's almost like it's almost like an imprinting thing like when he was younger she imprinted on him and like that's why they fell in love he literally goes i thought about you for the last 10 every day for the last 10 years and i was like you don't tell somebody that (laughs) not unless they've gone away for 10 years and like they're coming back finally. Yeah, exactly. Not if unless it's been established that like, hey, I like you. Okay, bye for ten years and then come back. Exactly. No, I get it. Like I, I, I think if because everyone in the film did a good job. I just I think if the writing had been just a little bit stronger, if they had kind of like cut some details, added a few others, even just that changed a few lines of dialogue here or there, I think it would have really strengthened the story quite a bit. I think. Okay, so my least favorite thing is the writing. I like the movie. I like the mystery involved. But they kind of give all of the mystery to Obi-Wan. They're like, all right, Obi-Wan, you're going to go on a sleuth mission. Everyone else is going to have fun and smooch and fight. But you have to go solve this thing. I guess I would say my least favorite part of the movie was Anakin. I would agree with you. It was a little like A little? He's a creep on a new level in that movie. Even the way um, Hayden Christensen, like, portrays it like he just looks creepy staring at her and all his actions and comparing her to sand like honestly someone did not help him act i think hayden christensen made a perfect almost darth vader anakin i think because because it was like he was the almost darth vader anakin in episode two when that all of that awkward creepy like no, it should have been saved for episode three. He was a good body for Anakin. He was not a good actor for Anakin. He's also a little fucking bitch. Anakin is not. <laughs> Anakin's a little bitch in this movie. He's yeah. all he does is complain. Like to, for him to turn into Darth Vader from such a little pussy ass bitch, I don't get it. And for the dark side to want him, it's because he's a pussy ass bitch. Like. He is. I'm sorry. Anakin is a pussy-ass bitch. I got nothing. Because <laughs> it's true. So I think what saves this film for me, because, I, again, I, like we've been saying, I, it's not that I dislike it. I actually love all these films. But I think what saves the characterization of this film is all of the extra Clone Wars content that we're given. Where you get to see all of it right. develop more. You get to see more of their relationship blossom. You get to see him actually doing stuff. You get to see Anakin be somebody. The Clone Wars animated Anakin is a better Anakin than the Anakin was. And as far as like middle films go, you know, if you're talking one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, it is on the bottom of the middle films for me. It is the not. weakest middle film it of all. Episode film. eight is the weakest of the middle films. I am sorry. We're not even that far yet. That is an awful movie. 
I am done. Oh, we're gonna have to. You think number? You think two is above eight? Yes, because I oh. told you I don't hate two. I like the first. I don't like the first half, but I like the second half. I don't like any part of a half of episode eight. I have a feeling we're gonna fight. It's not gonna be a fight. It's gonna be a great discussion. I don't hate episode eight. I understand the point of episode eight, but I have a lot of problems with episode eight. Well, and but we are. We're not there. Not yet. there. Three weeks. We still have. A lot of movies to get through. Yeah. Five, four movies, five five movies to still get through before we get there. But favorite part? Or six? Six movies? No. Well, Eight. we've only done two, and there's nine. Six. So there's six movies to still have to get through. Because we're almost doing four, three. Five, five. We're going to do three in, like, just a second. We have to get through five more movies. <laughs> what was your favorite part of the movie? I thought the battle. Oh. Did, oh, yours? My favorite part is... Um... And I do like Obi-Wan... Going around trying to figure it all out. Mm. I was going to say, I, I think my, my favorite bits, I, it's two things. Across the Universe as uh, the love theme, which I, I really enjoyed. And I'm glad they kind of like sneak it in every now and then. And it's reminiscent of Leia's theme. It's like the early stages of Leia's theme. Yeah. Leia's so is like, like the evolved. Theme. Yeah. Mm. Um, and the Easter egg slash world building. Because I am a sucker for world building. Like, I love it when they show me stuff that's just like, oh, I that could exist. Like, when they show all of the new monsters and all of the different planets. Like, Geonosis is its own thing. At first, you're like, oh, cool, it's another sand planet. And they're like, all right, so yes. But imagine if all the people were a hive mind and they lived inside the planet. Then it was like, oh, okay, all right, I see you other desert, desert planet. Star Wars really likes desert-style planets. It's easy to film. Or like make it all make it all wet, make it a jungle, or make it a desert. Mm-hmm. But what about Hoth? That's cold wet. That's cold wet. Snow is just cold wet. And that other one's just uh, red sand. Red, red <laughs> okay. sand. Or red and white ice. Now, my favorite part is more like things. Like, I like Amidala's ship. I like the silver ship. That's really fun to me. I like all of her costumes as well. I like Obi-Wan. You know, I feel like he's very sleuthy and he's trying to get it all together and figure out what's going on. And again, I don't hate one and two. They're just not my favorites. So, moving on to episode three. I was like, episode three. Revenge of the Sith. Revenge of the Sith. Babe, you have 30 seconds. I'm slowly going down. <laughs> you might need more than 30 seconds for this one. The, I'll give you a minute. The In one fell swoop, the Chancellor essentially pulls together the entirety of the Clone Wars by allowing Anakin to not only kill Dar- Count Dooku, but become like his be- become Chancellor's best friend and his agent. BFF. By doing yeah. that, he trusts the Chancellor, soon to be Emperor, and he starts distrusting the Council, who in turn distrust him. Which furthers his descent into the dark side while everyone's finishing up the fight and Obi-Wan's chasing down Grievous. Obi-Wan kills Grievous as soon as the clones do Order 66, which is programmed into them to make them murder Jedi. They turn on all the Jedi. The Jedi didn't see it coming. And Palpatine can be like, well, it's because they attacked me. And everyone's like, yeah, Jedi fucking suck. Ooh, I dropped an F-bomb. There's so much force. Um, And so... 
Anakin and Obi-Wan finally get back together and Obi-Wan's like, what happened to you? I know about Padme. I've known for a very long time now. And Anakin's like, ah, everyone's against me and I hate everybody. Dark side fuel. And then they fight. Uh, Obi-Wan gets the high ground. Anakin tries to best him, gets slashed to ribbons. Now all of his limbs are prosthetic and he gets turned into Darth Vader and Obi-Wan takes Padme, who's been pregnant with twins this whole time. Um, Padme gets life drained out of her. The twins are born and they named the twins Luke and Leia. And that's the end of the prequel trilogy. Let's twist it a little bit. What is your favorite part of that movie? I like the whole movie. I agree. I like episode three. It's the, it's the strongest out of the three of them. It's a little bit of a hot mess because there's a lot of things they try and tie up. They they do have but, to wrap it all up real quick. But it is a very good. Movie. Anything that stands out? That is like you're like oh I like that moment. I, I like the fight between Anakin. I like the fight scene at near the end because it's different fight scenes going on. It's Yoda versus Palpatine. It's Anakin versus Obi Wan. Like it's fun. Mm-hmm. I like that. Okay. I agree. So so I went through with the with the fight scene specifically, I've gone through phases as I've matured. At first I was like, this is the coolest thing ever, the lightsaber fight is awesome. Then I was like angsty like about the all of Star Wars and I was like, they do too much lightsaber fighting. Ugh. And then I'm like, no, no, it had to be a struggle. Because they trained each other and they grew up together. And so this fight had to showcase that. Um, my favorite thing was seeing how all the pieces fell into place. Because on the internet, everyone's like, hey, you want to really watch the Star Wars films in a great order? Do the machete order. And at first I was like, why would you ever do that? And it's because it it's the dramatic release of the films lends itself well to being cut up. Because if you watch episode four... You get, okay, here's Star Wars. Episode one, you're like, okay, here's old Star Wars. This is what it used to be like. You have no connection that Anakin is Darth Vader, and you have no connection about anyone else. Then you jump over to episode two, and then you get to see that kind of blossom. Then you jump over to The Empire Strikes Back when you're like, wait, all of this is connected? Then you go back to episode three. And then you go back to Return of the Jedi and then you watch the sequels. And it makes sense because of all the dramatic timing, all of the secrets that were like big events. Like when when we talk about the original trilogy, we got to go through all that. But all of the secrets, all of the like, oh, epic drama that all gets to be saved. And I think this film did a good job, regardless of how you watch it of dropping all of those chess pieces into place and being like, this is how we got the rest of the series. Well, essentially you had a, you had a roadmap. You need to do all of these things before you end the series of three. Yeah. You have to do all this. And I agree. I enjoyed, I enjoyed the third one. I think it's super fun. Um, I just, it was just nice. It was a good one. It was, I mean, we'll talk about how we feel about, um, them as like a, in sequence, but it was good. I, I like everything about it. Um, I think my favorite fight scene, I do like the Obi-Wan Anakin fight scene. I also really love the um, the Yoda fight scene. I think that's really cool. 
Yeah, where they're flipping around, throwing chairs yeah. at each other. Now, because I'm just, I don't know, because it might be because I'm just, I can't remember, I'm not really. Are we in agreement that Anakin was sucking the life force from Padme? I, it is my personal belief that Palpatine stole Padme's life force to give to Anakin to keep him alive and also to fuel the fact that, um, hey, your wife died, so sorry, and I mean, it was your fault, too, so you should really feel bad about that. Because otherwise, him telling the story of Darth Pelagius the Wise was only to give backstory into how he's been alive for such a long time. Okay. And that's fine, but it's very self-serving. Jeff, opinion? I mean, yeah, but at the same time, it's Star Wars, so... She I, seems she to have lost the will to live. She could have just lost the will to live and just died. <laughs> you know, like, I mean, it happens. It, yeah. It happens. And it does. It and does. I think that's just the kind of an easy way to say it. Because I think if he took the life force, it would have been mentioned somewhere. You know? Yeah. I think it would have come out somewhere. Right. I get you. I'm like, I'm like half you and half Larry. Like, I'm in the middle. I think the life force was stolen. But then again, it wasn't mentioned. Because I think if the life force was draining, she wouldn't have been able to have Luke and Leia. She also did just get choked out by the love of her life and left to die. That's what I think. Gosh, like I think that's what killed her. Emotionally, physically, she was just like, ev- like my world has literally crashed down around me, and I'm. I don't on know the how after getting force choked, she had those babies. I'm surprised she didn't go into labor right there with the fancy Uba robot. But I mean, like they, Luke and Leia probably should have died during that scene. They or either that or they should have been like a little more, <laughs> a little not okay. Yeah, they, there should have been something wrong with them. I mean, well, I mean, they I mean, they kissed kiss, each other. So, so. <laughs> so not there yet. Uh, least favorite part of that movie. I know you said you liked the whole thing, but is there anything you didn't? Like? Yeah, when Anakin yells no as his first line no. as Darth Vader, it's just so stupid. Yeah, it doesn't make any sense. It doesn't. What it's, would you have said as Darth Vader as your first like? I wouldn't have said anything. I would have just killed everybody in that room. Do the do do his freak out explosion thing and just I it would have just been the labored breathing. No, I would have just killed the everybody. Breathing machine. I would just killed everybody. Like that badass thing in Rogue One. No. Or like anything in the Rogue One scene. I don't remember a lot of Rogue One. When he cut when when Darth Vader. Oh yeah, shows where he's up, just he's walking in, walking in, killing everybody with his lightsaber. I don't snap, remember snap. a lot of Rogue One. We I'll That's show you that movie. scene because it's a really good example of what they wanted to do in the original trilogy, but didn't have the special effects to do. It gotcha. shows the badassery of Darth Vader. Because otherwise, like the fight between Obi Wan and Anakin is just a fight. It's it's a very big letdown. In the regular trilogy. As Darth Vader, my first words would have been, oh, fuck. No, I would have just... That's why I would I would have expected him to just kill everybody. Yeah. Maybe he wasn't fully aware of his power yet. He could still kill people. Yeah. He Wouldn't it be all, funny he if he killed didn't... all the kids? He, he did. He, he went killed and... killed all the children. And I, and I Even think... George Lucas's kid he killed. Well, he didn't. The clones did. But still. I... I... And I think what's so powerful about that scene, too, is while he's kind of being brainwashed into being Palpatine's, it was his choice to go and do that. Like, he was being pushed, but he had to do that to be fully pulled over to the dark side. Mm-hmm. 
That was the, all right, we're going to swipe all the last good in you. You're done. Now, I know earlier we mentioned Jar Jar. Jar Jar is my least favorite part of this movie, even though he plays a very big part of it. Can we talk about why when Jar Jar was going to be an important part of the movie? He's important in episode two. Not uh, this one? No. He's in this movie for... This isn't the one where he gives over his power? A scene. He's in this movie for a scene. No, he gives over the emergency... I forgot to talk about it in episode two, because I thought it was in episode three. That's what I was looking up. Um, so, before we talk about Jar Jar, does anybody else have anything else about episode three before we kind of talk about yes. the episodes? My least favorite thing about episode three is how quickly they had to solve things because of how poorly they wrote episode two. I think it could have felt like more of a well-balanced film if episode two had been written, it had been ordered written differently because episode three is so satisfying after you know what happens in Clone Wars. Like if you were to watch them both in sequence and have everything chronologically lined up, then it's like, oh, man, this is such a great uh, look how much time they got to spend in this. But it felt like someone slingshotted you out of episode two and into, hey, he's going to be Darth Vader. Don't miss it. So I'm going to disagree because I've never watched the Clone Wars. So you can't disagree on an opinion. No, I'm going to disagree. I can disagree with opinion with my opinion. I'm going to disagree in the fact that I don't feel like I was slingshotted in. I got just as much enjoyment out of episode three without having to watch Clone Wars because I've never seen Clone Wars still to this day. I highly recommend it. I've seen like the first five episodes. I in that movie that came out. (laughs) Yeah, which and and that's and that's a fair opinion because watching episode three the first time I thought everything was like amazing and wonderful and I was just Mm -hmm. so odd getting to see another Star Wars film in theaters. And so I, and I don't think you're, and I, I absolutely see the validity in your opinion. I think for me, I just, I guess I like things that are, that the pacing felt weird for me. And Alan, I could have said, no, I get nice. what you're saying. I get no, no, what you're saying. I could have said that's nice, but you're wrong, but I'm polite. Unlike some people. <laughs> so no. And what I, what I was saying was that I thought you were disagreeing with Larry's, least favorite part and I was like oh no 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 it was no but it took me a second I was like yeah yo it's been a long day um I don't have no I liked the movie I guess my least favorite thing about the third movie was the fact that I thought Jar Jar Binks gave over his emergency thing in that movie (laughs) so therefore I have nothing else so going off of that Jar Jar Binks is the villain of the entire Star Wars series because he offers emergency power to Palpatine, which in turn leads him to rise as the Emperor and destroy everything. So Jar Jar Binks is the ultimate villain of Star Wars. Case Friends, closed. you've heard it here first. <laughs> Case closed. According to Jeff, Jar Jar Binks is the reason Star Wars... He is actually a Sith Lord. <laughs> he is actually the Sith Lord and he is the problem with the entire Star Wars universe. It's true, though. I don't disagree. He gives... The emergency power to Palpatine, which is exactly what he wanted, and he knew he could manipulate them into giving it to him if he got Padme out of there. Jar Jar, you're so smart. Give me all of your power. Oh, Misa, do that. Because he talks to Jar Jar beforehand and kind of like hints at it, and then Jar Jar's like, oh, Misa, do that. That's a good idea. And then he does it. No, thank you. No, thank you to what? 
To Jar Jar. To Jar Jar. Oh, yeah. No, Jar Jar gives him the emergency power, and then it's, it's a downhill slope from there. It's all his fault. You've heard it here first, friends. It's all I did think I thought it fault. happened in episode three, but it makes more sense that it happens in episode two, because he's already a chancellor in the beginning of episode three. Yeah. I always thought it was Because the chancellor three gets kid because he gets kidnapped as chancellor. Oh. Uh, yeah, that's why yeah. Palpatine gets kidnapped. It wouldn't make sense to kidnap a senator. No, not, no, not one senator. Yeah. They do that so many times during the Clone Wars. Yeah. So let's rank them. Three. As the best. One. Better than two? Uh, are we are we agreeing that three is the best? No, I'm asking. I thought you were putting one at the top all of a sudden. Why don't, I was like, <laughs> no, 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 three. I agree three is number one. I agree three is, three is gold tier. Three is number one in the this series. The prequels. So what's the bottom? The bottom is going to be episode one for me. It's episode two for me. I have a defense for episode one. When you're ready. Let's hear yours. I like... Two better. Episode one... You could get rid of it, and Star Wars still makes sense. It does. There's no need for episode one. It, In reality, it contributes nothing to the story. Yes, See? it gets Anakin there, but it contributes nothing to the story. Anakin could just be some kid in training at the beginning of episode two. It's just an introduction movie. Yeah. He could be whatever at the beginning of episode two, and the whole story could still take place. Episode one does not contribute anything to the story. Wait, hold on a second. Pause. Not the actual recording. Not the actual. Recording. We'll be right back. <laughs> I did say that two was better than one. Yes. So I believe that one should be in the bottom. Yes. I just wanted to make sure that was. Clear. You wanted to clarify. Yes, you said you like, like two better. I was like, yeah. I was like, did I say yes? You did. Don't worry. You said two is better. So we've got. Well, we have. Larry, you and I have. Jeff and I have three, two, one. Yeah. And I have three, one, two. So as a whole, as we giggles and gaze, our rank goes episode three, episode two, episode one. And then Larry's opinion. <laughs> and, then, and then I'm the outlier. But I, I strongly believe. I mean, I, I've said I don't hate episode one, but it contributes nothing to the story. Your reasoning makes sense. Mm-hmm. It really doesn't. It, it contributes pod racing that's never talked about. As a whole, though, we have we have to go on consensus, and it's three, two, one. Okay, we, it, it's a democracy. We already said it. <laughs> no, this is how democracy fails. This is with thunderous applause. With thunderous applause. <laughs> Insert applause, here. applause As Larry here. <laughs> tries to <laughs> bring himself to supreme chancellor of the podcast. So can I? So your you can point is yourself. absolutely valid. Yeah. But I'll explain why mine's the outlier. Well, hold on. But you have to agree that as we giggles and gaze... <laughs> to agree that you're wrong. No, no. It's not that you're <laughs> wrong. But we giggles and gaze, we, we said I, that whenever we would rank them, that it we would have be a ranking, ranking as a group. Well, hold on. Hold on. Let's hear his defense first. What if my defense is strong enough to sway you? Yeah. Let's hear his defense. It won't. But let's hear his defense. Okay. I'm going to listen to your defense, and then I'm going to weigh in, and I will cast the deciding vote. Oh, so Supreme Chancellor Allen now. <laughs> so, episode one had one job to do, and that was to put characters on the board. They It introduced Obi-Wan, it introduced Anakin, it introduced Padme, and it introduced the world of Star Wars. 
it started things off and it gave us a reason why maybe Anakin is off balance for someone who's going to wield so much power. And crazy. That's all it had to do. And so even with all of the extra fluff, it it succeeded in the job it was supposed to do. Episode two had to get us to episode three. Episode two took some back roads. It went over some rough terrain. Uh, some of the characters got lost and we forgot a few things. And then we pretended midichlorians didn't happen, which is a good thing. So I think I agree with your sentiment. One of the first three films is absolutely unnecessary. And I think two could have been rewritten to give stronger plot for episode three. And going on your theory, it's still basically what you're saying is we could get we have to keep two in order to make the trilogy work. Is that what you're saying? What I'm saying is, no, I, that just, if a film had to be rewritten, no, it would no, be that's two. Not, we removed. That's not what I'm asking. No, hold on, hold on. <laughs> I have a point. So I'm asking exactly that. Would you rewrite episode two, or would you get rid of it completely? I would rewrite it. Okay, so then therefore it is better. Then and, and just just throwing theory out there. Therefore, it is better than episode one because you could get rid of episode one and not need it. You heard it here first, folks. My husband tried to disprove my opinion. I did not disprove your opinion. I did not disprove your opinion at all. I would like you. To defend your point of how episode one starts to show Anakin being crazy. It doesn't show him being crazy. It gives us a basis for him being unbalanced in the future. If he was raised like every other little Jedi was, like you were saying, just a student in the temple, then he would have been balanced because he would have been learned. He would have learned that. Count Dooku still goes evil. Yeah. And he was raised the same way. I, my but, problem with this episode one is it doesn't develop any character whatsoever. It doesn't. There's no character development for any of them. And I get your point where you're kind of saying they're introduced, but technically Obi-Wan's introduced in episode four, and technically they talk about Anakin in, this, in the original trilogy. So they're already established characters that we know need to exist in the world because we know Anakin is Darth Vader. And we know Obi-Wan taught him. So we know all these things. So it wouldn't be weird... If at the beginning of episode two, Anakin and Obi-Wan are Master and Padawan, it wouldn't be weird. I'm not saying it wouldn't No, I I just, I just, I don't think episode one needs to exist. (laughs) Sorry. Episode one also does set the stage for the return of the Sith. And the whole reason the Jedi are so on edge about these galaxy-wide events. Valid point. Think it contributes it's a, it's I really a don't tone think it, setting film. I really don't think it contributes anything to the story. I really don't. So why don't we go with this? I'll concede my vote. No, 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 no. I'll give. Yeah. I, I, I give emergency power to Chancellor Husband. <laughs> two and three, two and one were not that great. 
So all you need is three. Well, episode three is the number one. Yeah. And we can put, because I am not voting, I refuse to vote. (laughs) We can put two and one as a tie. So the order goes three, two and one tie. Can we agree? Does two go first in the time order? No. I, they are on the same line. Does not argue about it all agree, but I don't agree with the agreeing. I really don't. I can concede that it'll go three, two, one. I can't. I can't put them on the same level because two is important to the story. Well, my vote is that I put them three, two, and one together. So therefore, all three of us have three different votes. <laughs> so there we go. Okay, we can do that. Yeah, that's fine. <laughs> we can go with that. We can go with that. I think the next two series will be easier to vote for. Oh, probably. I don't I know. Think so. Maybe not the last trilogy, but <laughs> the next one we'll all be like, "Yeah, this is how it goes." So, friends, if you disagree with us, please let us know. If you agree with us, please also let us know. If you have real strong opinions about episode one, please let us know. Exactly. Also, you know what you can do? You can go ahead and go on Giggles and Gaze, our Instagram, and you can like the really great picture of us as um, Princess Leia and Han Solo and Darth Vader that actually Larry drew. He did that because we are doing a great giveaway with Epic Gourmet Popcorn. Yay, popcorn. Super excited. I don't know if you guys saw the picture um, and what you get with it, but make sure you follow both us as well as Epic Gourmet Popcorn. And then just like that photo and tag a friend. That's all you got to do. Just make sure you enter by May 30th at 12 midnight Eastern Standard Time. And you guys will be entered. Every single person you tag is an entry for you. Okay, friends? So go ahead and do it. Like it. Get some popcorn. At Epic Popcorn. Epic Gourmet Popcorn. You win a box of nine of your choice. And you get to either pick our Man Crush Monday or you get to be our Monday Crush. So. Whoop, whoop. But yeah, that was um that was a very that interesting was fun. conversation. It was Got a much little testy at that. the end, Jeff. Whoa! I just said I don't like episode one. It doesn't need to exist. So I'm very adamant that it should be the last one. Where? where <laughs> I'm just very adamant that I don't put it above episode two. Where can they email us at? At giggles and gays to tell me that I'm right. They can tweet us at. Giggles and gays on Twitter to tell to Larry say that, that right. uh, episode two <laughs> should just be rewritten and episode one should just get rid of midichlorians and Jar Jar. You can't get rid of Jar Jar. He's the main villain of the whole series. <laughs> you can't get rid of him. And where can you like our contest at? At Giggles and Gays on, on Instagram. You can also slide into our DMs there and you can also email Jeff at giggles and gay or it's at it giggles and gays at gmail.com did i just say giggles and gays yes you did oh giggles and gays at gmail.com <laughs> but and also go ahead and like us on our facebook at giggles and gays giggles and gays and you can listen to this podcast wherever podcasts are found and if it's not where you look at podcasts please let us know and find somewhere else to look at podcasts <laughs> 
<laughs> Most of the world has Apple products, so please just go ahead and listen to us on the podcast. It's free. If you guys have anything you want us to specifically talk about, about episodes four, five, and six, because that'll be next week's episode, please ask away. Let us know. We clearly have strong opinions about Star Wars, but just let us know. I was going to say, clearly, we do have very strong opinions on Star Wars. <laughs> just episode one. <laughs> I feel like those strong opinions are going to come out later. But guys, it's been super fun. It you know, has doing been. the first set of uh, first set of three. I think my voice went super high, and that's why Jeff is like looking all over the place. No, it was you said they're going to come out later. I was like, do we have strong opinions about one of the other movies? Yes, we did. All, we foreshadowed said uh, it. We foreshadowed it. Like Anakin as Darth Vader. We foreshadowed strong opinions about Episode Eight. Mm, oh. <laughs> it's Episode Eight. I don't know what you want from me. Well, friends, it's been fun. I sure hope you've enjoyed our Star Wars episode. Again, don't forget to like and everything with our giveaway, so that way you can win that epic gourmet popcorn. Again, I'm Jedi Master on the Council, Alan. I am Scruffy Scoundrel Larry on a freight ship. I'm Sith Lord Jeff on the Death Star. No, that's going to blow up. Yeah. That's going to be unfortunate. On my own mm. Death Star. I have like this mini Death Star that I built that's like to the side. And like every time Palpatine's ones blow up, I'm like, hee hee, mine's fine. That's it. It's the golf cart that comes off of the RV. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, you know when like Vader gets blasted into space every single time? He lands on mine. And I'm like, listen, bud, this is private property. You need to leave. I need a drink. <laughs> Blue well, milk or green milk? <laughs> Again, happy Star Wars month. And keep calm and giggle on. Pew pew! Pew pew! I don't think I've actually said keep calm and giggle on in a while. Because I've always changed it. No, I change it to something different usually, don't I? No. Oh. Well, then don't keep calm and giggle on. Pew pew! Bye. <laughs>